The Oscars are upon us. They are this weekend on Sunday, March 27th. The films are On My Mind, Please Hold, The Dress, The Long Goodbye, starring Riz Ahmed, and Take and Run. How do we start this conversation? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, did, what, what were your initial thoughts about this year's nominees? They're very, they're all over the place, I think tonally and in subject, but I think that makes sense. I mean, we were just talking about this a second ago. These are films that are nominated not to fit together as a cohesive program. They're not imagined that way. They're nominated on their individual merits. So it's interesting to approach them as such different entities. The criteria for me for a short film is slightly different than what I'm looking for for a feature. All of these are under 38 minutes. There's very little time to do a lot, right? So I'm looking for like one cohesive idea that's played through the course of the film like really well and deeply. And I think there are some films here that are more successful at that than others. I think there are some films here that I um, could definitely see becoming a feature. That's interesting. Yeah, it's a short. So the idea they should have one idea that they Mm -hmm. want to express in a cohesive way or get Mm -hmm. their thesis across. Yeah, that's that's true. Generally, the films that get chosen are trying to like get across a message that is important to the filmmakers, and and I think that that's definitely on display here. But besides that, and besides the program as a whole, are there any films that stuck out to you as being particularly effective? I guess if I'm putting myself in the shoes of the Academy, the one that seems like the standout would be The Long Goodbye, uh, starring Riz Ahmed. Um, I think it's, if we're talking about like filmmaking as activism, it's the most, I think, overt perhaps of this group, which again, we're talking about a a group of voters and nominators who seem to value that. Um, It also has the star power of Riz Ahmed. Um, Immediately, I was not prepared for him to be in it. And I was immediately like, oh, good, Riz Ahmed is here. Uh, and then it, and then I was very sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a very intense film. Mm-hmm. Intense. Yes. And it's, I was feeling very anxious during it because of the score, the way that it unfolds, like the music that was used. And this is a very musical film. It's a very, it feels like you're listening to a protest song. Mm-hmm. When people see the film, they will know exactly what I mean by that. It's the most compact, I want to say. I don't know if it's actually the shortest, but it feels like the most... It is the shortest. It is the shortest? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just, it's a punch. It's really just succinct. It gets right to its point. I really liked Please Hold um, by uh, director-screenwriter Katie Davila and Levin Minexi. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, but Katie Davila is a, a Mexican-American screenwriter and filmmaker whose name has come across my radar because um, I believe she also works in television. Um, so I was really excited to see this because I had never seen any of her work, but I had certainly known her name um, as a promising Latina filmmaker. I really liked this. It was um, repetitive in terms of like the way that it worked out its singular theme, but I thought that it was actually really effective. It imagines a world really quickly that you just kind of know. It doesn't spend a lot of time telling you why the world that it sets up is the way that it is. So I thought that was a really successful film. It was about a young man who, in a kind of futuristic L.A., is stopped on the street and arrested and is taken through his arrested arrest process by different forms of AI technology. And he has no idea why he's been arrested. Um, and he has really no way of contacting a human to ask what are the charges. And it's also, you know, not too unlike what 
the criminal justice system is like for <laughs> men of color sometimes. Um, so it was also really impactful that way because it works as like this allegory for today, even though it's set in the future. I mean, it seems it was clearly inspired by the trial. Mm-hmm. And just the, the whole idea felt like this was like a modern version of that. The film I watched right before this, I won't say which one it was, but I just mm-hmm. really did not connect with it. Um, and I was kind of like, man, I don't even know if I could sit through another short right now. Mm-hmm. And it started and I just like stayed. Mm-hmm. It like stuck with me and I, and for me, this was the most engrossing one because I was fully planning on just kind of maybe watching it later or kind of fast forwarding through to see what happened because yeah. I have already watched so many films this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the one that like really kept me watching and I thought that it was really well done. And I would, I by the way, would love to see the feature of this. Yeah, I want to mm-hmm. see this feature film. I really want to see this feature mm-hmm. film because I think there's so much there to explore mm-hmm. and so many places that this could have gone. All right, so when we're talking about predictions, you're predicting Long Goodbye. I am. Also Long Goodbye. I think I'd have to agree. The Oscar-nominated live-action short films are now playing at film streams For KIOS, I'm Joshua LeBure. <laughs>